Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. And here is this week's iTunes review. It comes to you from Dub by V. She writes, I love the podcast. You speak your mind and you don't sugarcoat anything. I love your energy and your good spirit. Oh, that just fills my heart. You don't even understand how much I enjoy these reviews. So please, if you feel the need, please go to iTunes or wherever you watch, watch listen to this podcast, do me a favor and hit me up with a five-star review. I absolutely love them. They mean the world to me and I will read it on my podcast. So thank you so much, Dub by V. It does mean the world to me. Okay, Magic Makers. So many times when, you know, I hear people talk about their goals and I say, okay, you know, what do you think is it, what is it going to take for you to actually hit your goals? And I hear a lot about self-discipline and yeah, self-discipline does play a role in it because if we, if we don't have self-discipline, you know, how are we going to achieve anything? So let me first start with a definition. You know how I want to make sure that we're all talking about Uh, being on the same page. So what self-discipline actually means is that we don't allow any distractions or short-term temptations to get in the way of achieving your goal. That is, that is self I'm speaking. That is self-discipline. So first I want us all to kind of just first acknowledge that's what it is. So it's it's like making sure that we say what we, we want and we actually, you know, move towards what we want. And so, you know, people say, if I had more self-discipline, I could get more done. I could lose the weight. I could eat better, work out, get to bed on time. You know, you you name it. Now, I'm not sure if I, you know, for some people, I'm not sure if you're looking for self-discipline or you're looking for a perfection, you know, that, that, that search for control, that search for some type of like safety in knowing that you can control things. And, you know, many of my clients and many of you listening you're type A plus plus, and that's me, right? I, you want everything to be perfect. You want it to be, you know, like you know, wrapped up with a bow in it. And you know, for so many of us, we as we are on this quest for this self discipline, it's really easy to fall into the perfection trap. The and you know, many of us may not identify as a perfectionist, but as I start to, you know, unpack what that behaviors that might look like you might be like oh yeah that sounds a little bit like me so I know I'm a recurring perfectionist I am really working on that and so let's let's just start with the signs that you're chasing perfection you're overly cautious about your choices you know you're you so so much so that you can't make a decision that you're just like you know got this analysis paralysis that you're like you're you know 
all, you know, all up in your head about spinach or kale. Like they're both green vegetables, you know, you know, it's not like looking for like, what has the best nutrient calculation? They're both really good as long as you're not having them candied. Um, you know, you're so nervous about blowing it. You don't want to mess anything up so that, you know, you don't make those choices. You're always trying to go with that safe, you know, secure choice. You know, always searching for the superfoods again, looking for that safety. You can follow a meal plan until you can't, until like, you know, you just like your willpower battery just like implodes on you and you're off to the races or you can't, you can't be perfect on that meal plan. So you're off looking for something else. You start to nitpick every little thing because it's impossible for you to find traction. It's impossible for you to be perfect at it. So you keep looking for this perfect program, but you know, you're making it, it impossible for you to ever break from, you know, you're make, it also makes it impossible for you to ever feel like you ha- can't be on a, uh, I guess the best way I can describe it is a sanctions isn't the word, but like on, on a regimented plan, like you're working hard in the gym, but you're not seeing any changes in your body. And it can be frustrating when you're putting in all the effort and not seeing any of the results. You may feel like you're doing something wrong. I have been there. Ladies, you've heard it before and you'll hear it time and time again. Nutrition is 80% of the battle when it comes to effective weight loss and fitness. One of the best ways to make sure you are building and keeping your muscle is to eat protein and supplement your diet with essential amino acids. When I look for a supplement, I'm looking for two things. One, something that will help me preserve muscle. And two, something that will give me a boost during my AM workouts. One of my favorite ways to supplement is Perform by Amino Acids Company. The Blue Raspberry is amazing. It's backed by science and 30 years of research from a former Harvard professor and clinical researcher. It builds endurance, increases your focus, concentration, and fights muscle breakdown, which us ladies over 40, we need all the help we can get. Want to give it a try? Cool. Check out the link in my show notes and you'll save 30% when you use code FGM for Fit Girl Magic, or by visiting the link in my bio. It's amino, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash F-G-M. All right, give it a shot and let me know what you think. You tell yourself, I have to follow this regimented plan or any regimented plan in order for you to have success, or that I can't, if you're, you know, you, I can't take any days off. There's no, there's no rest days. There's no wiggle room for having a bad day. And this was me, right? You know, for me with my workouts, I could not take a day off. I was like, I'm going to lose all my gains or I'm not going to be able to restart. You know, I didn't trust myself. So it wasn't more, it wasn't about self-discipline as much as it was about self-trust. I didn't trust that I would restart. I didn't trust that I could take a day off. I didn't trust that I could have ice cream in my house and not lose my stuff. Um. So here's where, you know, we, my world revolved around my workouts and around my food. And so, you know, I, I totally completely under, under, underestimate that. I, I totally understand that. And then, you know, as your quest for self-discipline to become a problem that it's like, it's controlled you so much that you're stressed out about every little thing, you know, foods, workouts, you know, you can't make a decision without, you know, overthinking it to ad nauseum. And, you know, I've had some clients who who do that, who are just like, 
you know, ask them to make a simple change. They're like, Ooh, ah, whew. and it's like, you know, pretty much asking them to cut off a limb because it's, you know, a, a change such as, you know, adding in more good fats or a change as setting a bedtime. It just, you know, it's really, you know, rocks them. So, you know, at this point, you know, if you identify with that and you're, and you're ready, you know, let's keep listening to it because at some point we have to learn, retrain ourselves so that we can go this for the long term, you know, and if you are in this stops and starts, the stops and starts, or you are someone who just like, you're like, I'm doing all the things and I, I'm not seeing any change. Maybe it's all the things. Maybe it's the things that you're doing. You know, when I first start working with people, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. 80% of them come to me and, you know, they are not far off the mark. You know, I'd give them a C plus. And it's these like little, you know, um, many of you listening are over 40, so you understand this. But remember back in the day when you actually like turned the radio dial and, you know, if you got a little bit out of the, the coverage area, you had to turn it a little bit more to make sure that the frequency got tuned in and you can hear this, the song without static. That's where many of you are. You know, like, we just have to make some minor tweaks. It, it, you know, it's rare. You know, many of you know what to do. But we've set these like goals that are just like blah, so high that it's really impossible for us to up, you know, hold up to these standards. So the first place is we're kind of starting to shift out of this like self-discipline slash perfectionism, you know, quandary here is for us to set some really clear goals. And and if you've listened to me for a while, you know, I'm all about the clarity in our goals. Uh, it, it has to be written in specific language, you know. Um, I'll, uh, this, the one that makes me the craziest. I want to be healthy this year. Okay, what does healthy look like? That's a freaking big word. We definitely have to define it. Does it mean you're going to start exercising? Does it mean that you're going to not eat cake every day? Does it mean that you are going to get to bed on time? Does it mean you're going to manage your stress? What does healthy look like? Are we trying to get off some type of medication? What is it? What does it actually mean? Get specific about the goals very specific about your goals so that one, you know, when you hit it, and if you are looking for uh, support, you can clearly identify what healthy means to you. And then once I clearly identify, I want to get healthy. So that means I want to get off my blood pressure medications. Great. Awesome. Let's do that. Now, give me a reason why. Is it because you hate taking pills in the morning? Is it because you have, your family has a bad health history and you just don't want to go down that route? Is it because you're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just ready. I just, I, I know that this, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, because this, the reason why I asked that is because if you, again, if you've heard me multiple times, this is your reason. This is your reason why. Your why is what is going to really help you push the ball up the hill. Your why is the, what's going to, help you ask yourself better questions. And I'm going to ask myself better questions when I have a why, you know, I, and I use this example all the time because it, it, I think many of you can identify with it. I work out first thing in the morning and, you know, I live in Boston. It's cold in the winter time. It's dark in the winter time. And the last thing I want to do is drag my booty out of bed. But I have to, I ask myself, Kim, is laying in this bed going to get you to where you want to go? That's the question I ask myself. I've been asking myself that question for almost 20 years because that's my motivation. It's like, no, 
my motivation is, my why is, I want to fit in my pants. That's my, I'm vain as hell. That's my main motivation. My second motivation is that I do this for a living. So I can't be laying all up in the bed and not, you know, walking my talk, right? Those are my two motivations. That it's like, you know what? I inspire clients to get stuff done. And if I'm not getting it done, how can I expect you to take the same actions if I'm not, right? I want to walk my talk. So that's that's right here. Just get super clear. And if you are like someone who's like, ah, I'm vague as hell, reach out, right? Reach out. I I'm, I don't bite. I used to, but I I, I I I don't bite anymore. You know. Then then you have this. Once I say, okay, my goal is to be healthy. My goal is to get off blood pressure medication. So it's like I'm going to write down at least one to three ways that I could do that. Right. And I don't, you know, some people will tell you, write that all the ways, but I know that's going to get overwhelming. And then if you're someone who's coming out of that whole, you know, perfectionist mindset, you, we're going to get into that analysis process. There's four million things I got to do them all. Right. It's one to three things and write down, you can write down more, but then I want you to take a look at the list and say, okay, what feels challenging, but doable. Right. Cause if I say, you know, uh, to be healthy, I need to go vegan. And if you're like, but I really like myself a good burger, well, that ain't going to work out for you. So maybe it's like if I if I write it down and, and I say I'm trying to get off blood pressure medication. So and you know I know that the biggest thing for me is I I need to lose the weight. So if I say you know if I'm not exercising, like okay, I'm going to exercise two to three days a week for thirty minutes. Boom, great, awesome. Um, I am going to make sure I have. Two to three, two to three cups of vegetables every single day, um, and I'm going to make sure I have at least five cups of water. Boom! So that's that. I, that's clear. And those are the three things. I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to focus on. Those are the th- three things I'm going to focus on. I can do more, but these three things. These are my core. This is my core three things that I'm going to do. All right. And so then the second, the next piece we go is like, know what is going to trip you up. Know what the obstacles are. You know, is it, you know, what, and we all have the known things, you know, is it that, um, I was just talking to a client on the phone and she's like, you know, one of the things that trips her up, you know, here in the winter time, she lives in the Northeast. She's like, ah, when my kid's school gets canceled, like, and it's an unexpected cancellation, you know, here, you know, weather is pretty, pretty good. And so we know days in advance, if we're going to have this like crazy blizzard, so you can kind of start to miss the but it's like those days where it's like, you know an ice storm that you're like, oh, wow, kids can't go to school or it's a multiple hour delay, blah, blah, blah. So start to think about what are the things that, you know, trip you up, that get you get you out of your groove, okay? So that way you can start to plan accordingly. You know, I it's, it's if then planning. If, you know, uh, my kid's school is late, then I'm going to work out at home. If my kid's school is late, then I'm, we're going to have pancakes for breakfast, so, you know, whatever it is, but come up with my if then scenario. But also know that if you are trying someone who's trying to like work out in the morning and you're a night owl, then we have to start to say, okay, how do we, you know, get you on the backside and get you setting a bedtime because, you know, what happens the night before is what's going to set you up for success the day before. So, you know, starting to figure out um, how do we start to slowly ebb you back, you know, uh, 
I'd be back to this. And so, you know, I have a client who's a night owl and she, you know, she works really late. And, you know, when she's done, it's about eight o'clock at night. And she's like, that's just my time to just unwind. And I'm like, great. I, I, we all need that like decompression time, but it's like, you know, it's like four hours. Like, you know, she finds herself passed out on the couch, you know, watching, you know, endless mindless TV that we all, you know, no shame in that. We all have found ourselves watching the the mindless TV. And so I said to her, I said, I said, you know, the biggest thing is for you is a bedtime because she knows when she works out in the morning, she's going to get it done. She knows that um, it happens. She knows that, you know, work's not going to, you know, get in her way. And I said, like, even if it's 15 minutes, right? So it's like, you know, if you find yourself just, you know, passing out on the couch, then, you know, set an alarm for midnight. So that the alarm goes off at midnight and you drag your butt to bed. And then, you know, maybe instead of, you know, sleeping till eight o'clock, you sleep till 745. And so that way, you know, that you can just get up and do 15 minutes of something. And so that, you know, slowly over time, you know, we start to scale back our, you know, so maybe we start your, set your alarm at midnight and then maybe you go for like, you know, a couple of weeks and you set it for 11.45 and then, you know, slowly but surely you're starting to train your body to fall asleep sooner so that, you know, you're not up till two, three in the morning and being like, you know, when that alarm goes off at seven o'clock, you're not like, oh, God, good God, why? I can't, you know, so start to think, understand like where, where are your weaknesses? Where do you start to fall down so that when you can identify them, then we can start to come up with scenarios to work around them. Um, And then learn how to prioritize. You know, we are our own bottlenecks. We are our own bottlenecks. So we start to need to start to come up with routines, you know, you know fit girl magic formula, right? Great habits, lead to great routines. Routines lead to consistency and consistency leads to results. And that is the fit girl magic formula. So we need to start to understand where are our bottlenecks. And so, you know, if me being healthy is having a glass of water and this, this is a routine that I had to start. Cause I, I, you know, I know the, all the benefits of water yet. Sometimes I fall victim to not having enough water. So habits need a trigger. And so if I tell, if I try and drink more water, for me, my trigger is I leave my water bottle on the, the sink. I have this bright red water bottle and I leave it on the sink and I fill it up the night before and I leave it there. So that way in the morning, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I grab this water bottle and I'm drinking this water bottle while I'm putting on, okay, I'll admit it, my day jammies, depending on the day. And, and I know that I'm at least having, I'm starting my day off with water. And then while I'm, you know, waiting for the, my coffee to brew, I'm drinking the rest of that water. And so, you know, it could be that leaving your water in your bathroom. If you think that's weird. Okay, great. No problem. Um, Leave a water right by your uh, coffee pot. You know, if you're someone who drinks coffee first thing in the morning, leave your water by your coffee pot. Leave your water by your bag if you're someone who just like gets up and runs out the door, right? Like, so start like putting little triggers around your house so that it reminds you that you're going to drink that water. Then we're going to collect data, you know, and, and for some people, this is annoying as hell and I get it. But in order for you to know what's happening, we got to use the data to better understand and assess where we're coming from. Because so many of us would use emotion. You know, when I start working with, with clients, so many are like, oh, I eat like crap. Oh, my food or my workouts are, oh, uh, right? Everything's all fire and brimstone. 
And then I'm like, okay, track, track your food. So that we can see what, like how, you know, bad air quotes you are. And for, like I said, nine out of 10, many of the people who come to work with me, they're C plus, right? They're C plus little things that we can tweak here and tweak here and there. But, you know, many of you listening, you are not that far off the mark. <laughs> Repeat that. You are not that far off the mark. So once I get taken the data, you know, could be like tracking what it is that I'm work out, working out, um, what exactly are the exercises I'm using? What are the, the weights that I'm using when I when I work out? Um, tracking my food. And, you know, if someone's like, oh, tracking my food sucks. Yes, it does suck. I get it. I feel you. I, I feel the same way. However, one of the things that I tell people is like, if you were just like, when I see people, I just, I just can't track my food. Then I'm like, okay, can you at least track how much protein you're, you're putting in? Could you track? good fats? Could you track vegetables? Could you tra- track one thing so that you get some type of idea? Some It's just, we need some type of awareness as to what is going on with you. And then from there, we can strategize. You know, when we can see, like, we have the data, right? So, like, many of you wear these damn Fitbits and we're using the data. Like, you, what do you use the data for, right? To, 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 to strategize. So we're going to strategize and say, okay, what's what's happening and no more than one to three changes. So that way we can really assess what is driving change and what is just uh, a nice to have, right? Because sometimes you come to me with these things that are nice to have, like, you know, like I, I talked about earlier, like the difference between spinach and kale, yeah, it's a nice to have, right? That's, um, I want I want us to really focus in on the big rocks, the things that are just going to really move that dial versus, you know, the, the little things, you know, like the difference between um, peanuts and walnuts, ah, they're both nuts, right? So it's like really like what's really going to, to really drive the drive, drive, you know, be, be the big dial movers for you. So we're going to do this for about 30 days and then we're going to assess again. And so it's, it's this iterative process of data, figuring out what the next steps, doing the next steps, assessing the next steps and just like a big rolling, uh, rolling stone so that we are, have ever have improvements. Um, then accountability. Right. Who, you know, self-discipline is one piece, but are you holding yourself accountable to yourself? You know, um, there's a, you know, if someone were to make plans with me and says, Kim, I'm going to meet you at four o'clock, you know, here. You bet you sweet bottom. I'm going to be there at four o'clock. And if I'm not, I'm going to say, hey, Sarah, I know we're supposed to meet at four o'clock, but I couldn't, I couldn't get there at four o'clock, but Hey, let's just make sure we touch base at, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to communicate where for us, we can easily blow ourselves off. And I, and I see this regularly where like, Oh, I got to work late. And I was supposed to go to the, you know, the gym at five 30, ah, I'll just blow it off. Or, um, I work at a gym where you, uh, you have to pre-book your session. And so if you pre-book your session, and you have an eight-hour cancellation policy. If you cancel within eight hours, then they they charge you. And I see a lot of people not making the appointment because like, oh, what if I can't make it? What if I can't make it? And not putting themselves out there for the, the accountability. And so if you're someone who's like, Kim, I really do need someone who can hold me accountable, someone who I could just say, you know, who's going to hold my feet to the fire. I'm pretty freaking good at that. You know, tell me what you want to want to achieve, I can help you set realistic goals that you're excited about, but I can also help you be more accountable because many of the times 
we aren't realistic with our goals. We're like, I'm going to work out every single day for two hours. And I'm like, okay, what happens when you get sick? What happens if your kid gets sick, right? I like to throw that dose of reality in it because like, that's just life. Life is real. And so as we start to get here, you know, we're, we're truly mastering our self-discipline. You know, we're understanding what it is. We're understanding what the benefits of it. We're practicing it every day and knowing that I don't have to be perfect to succeed, right? Self-discipline is our way of making great decisions. It's our way of, you know, avoiding the temptations of in, in order for the short-term gain. It's us really asking the same question, like, this is what I want. These are the things I want, how I want to achieve them. And I'm never saying like, no, you can't have fun. Like, no, you know, you can't blow up a workout, but it's, it's asking yourself, how many, how many times are you leaning more towards the, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I'll start next Monday versus the, Hey, I told myself I was going to do this, that I'm actually going to get it done. So let's just start to back away from being afraid and, you know, being afraid to make decisions so that we keep doing the same thing to feel safe and then wonder why we aren't getting different, um, different results. And one of the best books I ever read, it was called Fear the Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And that book changed my life. And so if you're ever just like feel like you're in this analysis process, for sure, read that book, feel the fear and do it anyway. And, you know, ladies, you don't need to have all the answers like right freaking now. Like you're never going to have all the answers. You don't need the answers to take the first step. All you need is the first step. I think there's, I think it's by Martha Luther King, but there's, there's a quote and it says, all you need on the staircase of life, all you need to do is to see the first step. So I challenge you just to see that first first step and, and so that you can stop the overanalyzing, the overthinking, because boy, you are going to spin your wheels for decades if you're always in that like, you know, um, analysis loop. So I want you to, you know, know that fear and discomfort is part of the process. And I'm not asking you to like have the fear, like, you know, you're white knuckling it. I'm asking you just to have, feel like, I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm going to do it. That fat, that fear, that fear is really freaking good. You know, that fear knows that you're onto something. And, you know, think of it as an experiment. I do this for 30 days. If it sucks, I can go back to doing what I was doing. If it works, boom, I figured something out. I'm off of the circle because that's the worst when I see people like, you know, week in and week out, I'm like, hey, uh, did you add a good fat? Well, I was thinking about all the different good fats I could add, but I wasn't sure exactly which good fat to do. So I'm still doing some analysis. Girl, pick a good fat, <laughs> you know, pick a good fat, try it out, see how you feel. So get out of the fear, know that self-discipline can help you, but we want to make sure that it's not borderlining, borderlining on self uh not self. It's not, it's not borderlining on perfection. All right, ladies, have a fabulous day. And thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you or hear you or listen to you. What, what's that best word? Uh, next week, stay fabulous. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. 
Thank you so much. Bye.